0: Good
1: evening ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Shite Sports Talk Show. If you're in Baltimore, put down your stones, put down your bottles, and please tune in to our show instead. It'll be better than throwing stuff for an hour. Tune in right now. Is that too much too soon? Too soon? No, not at all. I just hope we can live up to the hype. <laughs> We're joined always by my co my co host and producer Paul. Hey, how's it going, Paul? How are you doing today? I'm I'm good. Joined via Skype, Mr. Brad Lefty Cameron.
2: What do you say, sports fans?
1: And <laughs> special it. guest today joining us in studio is Jeremy. Jeremy, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, been fun. we brought right. Jeremy in because he's our h- ice hockey fanatic. And speaking of hockey, I believe we just had a team in Washington that just won a game seven. The Capitals finally won a game seven. Shocking. Shocking! Much I can't of, believe it. That that's. Yeah. I mean, I went nuts. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was, was great. A heart attack, but fun. <laughs> heart attack indeed, especially at overtime. Uh, but we'll go ahead and start off with the Capitals, who won the series 4-3 after a 2-1 victory against the Islanders. I mean, it was a hard-fought victory. I wish they would have won it in sits only because the Rangers have had so much time off to heal up. I feel like the Capitals, you know, in my opinion – You know, maybe looking ahead real quick, that we would want them to win, but it's going to depend on what kind of toll was taken on them in that last series. I mean, it was physical. I mean, they grinded out, but let's just hope they can continue it over. Um, Going to the series, uh, I feel my personal opinion the best person of that series was Batram. I felt like Batram was in there on every single play. He got the overtime goal. You know, I mean, everyone talks about Ovi, but Ovi's only as good as Batram because I believe they're on the same line now, and those two work really well together. Uh, And then the game winning goal guy from Russia and Kustav, I can't say his name. Help me out. It's Kuznetsov. It's called Kuzi. 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 And that the play he made on that game-winning goal where he just whipped around the back end, or, you know, what I meant back end, like turned around, faked the guy out, and just scored, which yeah. is amazing. He beat the entire team pretty much. There were three guys laying on the ice. I mean, that's beautiful. It's like breaking ankles, you know? Probably the best was uh, Bastrom's goal in the one game where he just went right through four defenders and just, just put it right past the goalie like it was nothing. But, um... First, with Jeremy, if you here, let's go with your thoughts on the series against the Islanders and break it down. Well, I'm going to echo your sentiment about six games because also we could have shut
3: down Nassau in style if we would taken it up there. But you know what? <laughs> With this team's history in Game 7s, they pulled through, and uh, I think Trotz has got them going the right way. Uh, Backstrom had not had a good last 10 or 15 games of the regular season, and he absolutely came through, just like you said. I'm looking for good things from this series, another fast team. I'm, uh, the officiating is one thing I'm really going to pay attention to because uh, 27 power plays total. In the Caps Islanders series, 14 below the league average, and uh, Caps number one power play will help them come through in the next series as well. Um, but they need they need to get out there, so that's that's one of the things I'm focusing on. Uh, you know, lack of uh, power plays in the previous series, and
1: hopefully more in the one upcoming. Brad, what were your thoughts on the entire series?
2: Well, I, I love the fact that finally the Caps were able to pull that game, that victory. I know the first round of the playoffs has been uh, not
3: sad, very
2: good for the Caps. <laughs> so I mean, it's great. To see him get over the hump. I hope we can keep some of that momentum going against New York again. Uh, But, no, what what I'm really looking forward to in this series is hot goaltending. I mean, that's really how you go far in the playoffs in the NHL, is is really hot goaltending. And (coughs) I almost think it may play to our favor that we've been playing more hockey than the Rangers. I'm hoping maybe we can catch them sleeping, and, and you know we'll continue to be hot and be playing well. And maybe that time off that they had might lull them to sleep a little bit, and we might be able to uh, keep some momentum going. So that's that. That's really what I'm going to look for in this series: is is hot goaltending. See if Holpi can uh, can continue to to be great between five.
1: Speaking of Holpi, you know God bless his soul. How much he's played this. Show year you know I'm sure you know one of my you know I talked to you about one of my concerns with Holpe was fatigue and if playing so much in the regular season was going to affect him but it really didn't look like I mean he missed game two with an illness and way to step up for the goal to who was who um uh, Grubauer Grubauer way to step up that was a big I mean everyone thought we were down 0-2 with Grubauer in there but he stepped up big that really helped us out you know I mean people you know um, you know, we had the backup goaltender for Holpi, but you can't really put him in there because he hasn't played. Rupar has actually like- been playing, so you have to play him. And I tell you what, the Capitals—every time they bring up someone, he always—they always seem to find. They they have a you know for some reason DC teams has a good, have a good farm system for teams that have it like the Nationals have a good farm system and the Capitals have a good farm system so it's almost like DC teams know how to groom players except for one team in DC that I will not name that don't can't groom anything in the world Brad I'm so sorry we can keep them out of this <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about them later <laughs> with the draft but I mean what I'm looking forward against the Rangers is, it's going to be a goaltending game I mean they got Harry Lundqvist who is undoubtedly the best goalkeeper in the NHL right now he is and he's given us problems before in the past in the playoffs i mean every it seems like we've played the rangers in probably a thousand playoff series by now but i mean we we got to get through harry lundquist i mean you don't have to come down to offense and like you said the power plays and you know watching the game seven in the first period there's a lot of calls that could have went the uh, capitals way that didn't and a lot of fans were getting upset i mean there's a couple of cross checkings i think could have went boarding and the refs were letting them play which you should do in a game seven you know let them play you don't like the officiating taking over but you can only do so much You're going to let these guys hurt themselves. So hopefully, you know, there's more power plays for the Capitals, more five on fours, maybe a possible five on three once in a while. Uh, I think Ovi, you know, he did good in this series but I want to see more from him usually he takes over in the playoffs he's done in the past I feel like he was just a little bit too quiet in the this series I feel like he needs to get going more we're going to need him to score probably a lot more goals absolutely him and Batcher need to get going and I tell you what the big difference for this Capitals team is the defense the acquisitions they made from Pittsburgh they got brought those guys over uh, Orbit I mean it was just I mean those guys have just come up big on that defense I mean Brooks Light's coming up big Carlson Johansson I mean it's, it's going to be a great series um, Jeremy, what are you looking forward to in the Rangers series? Well, you know, you're, you're you're making my points for me, and I
3: appreciate that. So I'm going to try to pile on a little bit um, with, uh, and that wasn't a shot, trust me. Um, but uh, now, the, the, you know, Niskin and orpic you know, you can't say enough about those guys. Not only did they bring them in to shore up the defense they've taken over, I believe they're the top two minute guys in the team, at least five v five. And I'm looking forward to the depth of this defense um, carrying them through. And you know, look what the Islanders had to deal. With. With at the end of that series, they had two guys that were AHL players playing only 10 minutes a game. You can't have guys playing 30, 35 minutes when you got guys like Wilson and Chimera just rocking your world. So, you know, I just – the depth and the offense and getting a few early on Lundquist. Uh, you know, Brad talked about a little bit of rust, about a week off. Maybe we can jump on that first period, steal game, steal game one, and that will just set up the whole series for us. And, you know, again, Ovi, like you said, need a little bit more out of him. But you know what? He likes New York. So, uh, I'm looking – he likes the booze. He likes the Ovi sucks chance. He'll, he'll get a few and pull the Hulk Hogan, you know, ear out and make us all happy, I'm hoping.
2: <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan, now. I know Ob does like the big stage, and I know that uh, New York has the three-four or the, I guess, you know three of the four games uh, advantage against us uh, uh, for the season. Yes. You know, hopefully we can really you know shock them if we come out. You know, if we can win Game One, you know, just stealing stealing one game in New York, I, I think would really help our mental uh, ad- advantage against them because right now they definitely have it on us because they they beat us pretty good in the regular season. So you know, if we can steal one. <coughs> Thank you. Early, uh, then that, I think that would really help level the playing field in terms of a uh, mental edge.
0: How did they do in the regular season against them? Uh, the Rangers were three and one. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, and we got pretty beaten up the last game too. Oof, it's pretty bad. You but know,
3: they will be missing Zuccarello, one of their better players, at least the first game or two. So that uh, that can help. He's one of their faster guys, and he's kind of a Caps killer. So uh, you know, hopefully, again, that first game, that's gonna be important. Another thing that's bad with the Caps is uh, matinees do not treat them. Well, and Saturday's game will be 12:30, so I'd love to have a 1-0 lead going to that one. So I'm not expecting a lot on Saturday.
1: Uh, all, we also, I just you know confirmed today we lost Eric Furr for Game One, which I think is a huge loss for us. I mean, he's such a good player. Hopefully, he'll be back in time for Game Two. We could really use him this series. This is going to be a big series. You know, it's it's a big. Se- I think this game, this series, is actually bigger than the first one. I mean, first of all, if we prevented a New York versus New York series, which I love. It's awesome. That means they don't have their little, oh, you know, little subway beltway subway crap series they always like to talk about in New York New York so screw them so we already knocked off one New York team why not go up and knock off another one just take out the whole state of New York yeah. in two, yeah. two series in a row sounds good to me unleash the fury <laughs> I love it everyone's rocking rocking red here except for yeah. well, I have some on Brad Paul doesn't have anything Paul what are you a Rangers fan look at that blue,
0: blue. there's blue in caps blue. And that's Somewhere. actually <laughs> caps navy it's all right. it's the same as this it's alright <laughs> but the, the whole everything I've been hearing about the Caps right now is that Backstrom has like gone nuts. He's taken over. Usually we see Ovi taking over, Backstrom's taking over. Yeah,
1: Holpi's taken over. I mean, how many shot? They only had what I think thirteen shots on goal 11, in the last game. Eleven. Eleven shots in game three, seven. Three from their forwards. Only three. And hockey. That's impressive. The loud team only eleven shots. That's yes. a period, not a game. Usually. Yeah, and Holpe, wow. yeah, I mean that's all defense. So if they can keep that up, I mean there's no. <laughs> That's unheard of, eleven shots.
0: I mean, yeah. I, I would want to look at the record. I books. think it set a record. I was about to say, I want to look at the record. Lowest, obviously, what, so, when was the last time the the Caps broke through the first round?
3: They did it a couple of years ago. They beat they beat the Rangers. Actually, they beat Boston a couple of years ago. Rangers a couple of years before that. Yeah, yeah. both yeah, in game know, sevens. You know <laughs> Was it game seven
1: against Boston, wasn't it? It was definitely Overtime. against Boston.
3: It was Dale Hunter.
1: Joe Ward, I yeah, believe, was, the, the, was down there with yes. yep. Yeah, He was yep. just on 106.7. He was talking about that. Wow, really? Him and Ward together. I tell you what, Joe Ward's a wrecking machine. Him and Tom Wilson. That hit Wilson put on. Oh, that yeah. Is not, see, yeah, That, that <laughs> was, that was, that was game. the game.
3: Yes. <laughs> that was a hit. I feel bad for the kid because that, that, was, that was not good. That was a
1: football hit is what that was. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of other DC teams that advance, we're, let's go ahead and shift gears real quick. You know, good luck to the Capitals. Let's hope they advance. We want them to advance. Brad's got the W up the Wizards. This is the first time ever. Let's go caps. That's that, all I want to say about that. <laughs> that both DC teams in the spring have advanced to the playoffs. First time yes, ever great. this has happened. It's a great time to be in DC. You know, hopefully maybe we can have all four teams in the playoffs. I mean, you know, we gotta hope the nationals rebound, but let's talk about the Wizards, the team that's actually, you know, doing good right now. And that first round they they hadn't beaten the raptors in six games they got swept by the raptors last year they got swept by the raptors this year i was scared and he ran a small lineup and he completely randy whitman out coached toronto by himself and well not by well you know he had a game plan and i don't know if it was from keeping this a secret the last part of the season or you know the struggles but they just were the raptors even a playoff team i mean they were a four seed didn't look like it. I mean, they just, Paul Pierce, I, you know, people talk about John Wall being the leader. Paul Pierce, I think, is the leader right now. True. He, I don't know what he said to Otto Porter, but Otto Porter had a stick up his ass the whole game because he was just <laughs> lighting it up. I mean, it was just, it's great for D.C. what they're doing. And, you know, with the Atlanta and Brooklyn now knocking each other around, maybe we could see a conference a conference finals, what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Brad what were your thoughts on this series I mean just this incredible sw- sweep I mean bring out the broom
2: first of all I'm gonna get the dustpan if you have the broom I'll get the dustpan so uh, no I'm, I'm so happy that, that we won the series but I, I think the most exciting part about it is that it looked like finally we were playing up to our potential you know we were we were hyped up. We were, we were talked about to start the season. You no, know, finished last season, beating the bowls, uh, first round, and then, and then and then going out in the second round. But you know, getting some good experience under our belt for our young guys, and we just looked absolutely miserable coming down the stretch. Wheels were falling off. I don't know what happened. But we started hitting shots. Pierce was hitting shots. Beal is taking over basketball games. And it looks like this year, with the experience we got last year, it looks like we are ready to go. John Wall and Bradley Beal are ready to play. It looks like Otto Porter is following suit along with Paul Pierce and some of these other guys who have playoff experience under their belts. You know, Nene, Gortat, they've been there before. We look experienced, we look energized, we look healthy, we look ready to go. Uh, I, I would put us up there with uh, the, one of the best looking teams right now uh, in the playoffs.
1: Jeremy, what are your thoughts on the Wizards right now?
3: Well, I, I generally don't follow the Wiz as much, but I did did follow this series. And what was there one game that was really even a game? I uh, think hey, that was game four. It, well, no, that was a 32-pointer, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But game one, I going to say game one went to overtime after a 15-point lead. <laughs> Not sure about that, but anyway, what I noticed was that this team can win in multiple ways because in that first, I believe it was the first game. I want to say it was twenty or twenty-two combined for for Beal and and Wall. They still came out and won that game. The next game, they came out and put up fifty plus between them. And uh, I like that versatility with you know between the front court and the back court.
1: Yeah, I love it. You know who's hopped on the Wizards' bandwagon again? Charles Charles Barkley. <laughs> He's hopped on the bandwagon again. God, every year, every time the Wizards win a series, Charles Barkley's just jumping right on. Oh, was it just great that Drake came to DC and was just getting, just getting his ass whooped? I love it. I hate Drake personally, and I just love it that his Toronto Raptors got... God, did you hear what Pierce said after they took the first two games in um, Toronto? He said, I don't want to have to go through customs again. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go through customs. Pierce, I mean, he was just taking over late with his threes, Otto Porter hitting threes. Now the... <laughs> do face Atlanta you know Atlanta doesn't do doesn't have good lives against big men so you take Pierce out the four roll put him back at three. Then you put plug Nene back in. You can use Seraphin more. Humphreys wasn't used that much, and we still have him to use. So I mean, it's like we can counteract anything someone has. We can counteract, and you know, looking, you know, maybe a series down the road, you know, Cleveland, who's looking like the dominant team now, have lost Kevin Love, so they may start wheels may fall off there. So I mean, there's no reason to say the Wizards. You know, you hate to think this early that maybe could make a finals push if they play this way the entire playoffs. And, you know, even if they would just get there, even if they lost in the finals, what that would do for this city would be amazing. It would be amazing for the city if somehow they could reach the final. Even the conference finals would do something for the city. It's just, I mean, the last time this team had a a team in a finals of a, I believe were the Capitals when they played with the Red Wings Yeah, 98 that's, that's a long that's, long time ago yeah. <laughs> that's the last time we had something the last time we had a championship was the Skins and 93. a lot of people in this area weren't even born yet I'm sad now <laughs> <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> Jeremy and I are like what, what you know like, yesterday what you talking about
1: it's nice to think about is is you know that we're having this success and it's sucks thinking that oh my god you know we can only experience this one every five years but it's finally nice to know what people in Boston feel like when all their teams always make the playoffs you know cities like that that just they just know success and we don't and it's just wonderful to finally maybe have teams like the Nationals the Wizards, the Capitals, that maybe can start constantly making the playoffs and bringing something back to the city, and that's what we need. I mean, we just we've known nothing but losing
0: for the past ten, fifteen years in this town. You could definitely, you could definitely tell that that's, you know, morale is up it for is. sports fans around around the D.C. metro the, area. The only
1: thing that bugs me is those about D.C. teams is is they'll go away for ten to fifteen years, and then when your team starts winning, it's like, whoa, dude, wh- where'd you get all those jerseys from? <laughs> <laughs> it's like with Every-
2: the <laughs> City has people like that. There's bandwagon. I know. It's like the Nationals where right?
1: all my friends are like, Oh yeah, go nationals and I just sit there and I'm like, So where were you during back to Back One Hundred
0: Lost Seasons? <laughs> well, I was watching the Caps game the other night and Alicia's like, What are you doing? I'm, it's like, I'm, it's just, I'm watching the game. That's the effect it has. It's like I remember I
1: remember someone questioned me. They were like, um they're like, Well, about the Nationals. Were you even a fan when they first came here? And what did I do? I whooped out a Jose Vigio jersey. I was like, Do you have one of these? Yeah. The old logo on it, do you have one of these? Nice. Yeah. That was the first national jersey. I think that was Vidro. That's old. That was. I think that was actually the first year they came because that had the old Nationals logo all the way across like the gold little glitter shit. The Natinals? Nationals, Nationals, <laughs> Washington. Brad's trying to remember what it looked like. I think I'm
2: trying to remember what year that uh, that, that that Nationals came back.
1: Well, the first year in Nats Park was 2007. So how many oh, years? That, yeah, that's what. That's so that was about. Nats Park. But how many years were they at RFK? Maybe 4 three? 4 3 5 So maybe say, maybe right. they came in 2004, 2003. Because I remember the first year they were here, they were number, they were first place at the All Star break, and then you know, like hopefully with the Mets do, they'll hit reality and come back down.
3: They they will. The Mets will. They're not. But yeah.
1: it's just it's just great for this town to finally have teams that are winning and winning on a basis. Now the Nationals are struggling. I you know I, I think maybe last night hopefully was a turning point for them. I mean we'll talk about that a little bit. That was pretty incredible what they did last night. <laughs> I mean, they were, you probably didn't know, they were down 9-1 to after the second inning. What? Really? And they came back and won oh, 13-12.
3: 12
1: yeah, yeah. Shut Udler, up. The guy who hit the home run, Dan Odla, used to play for the Braves, and they were actually paying him to play for us, which is awesome. And he, <laughs> Bill, right? yeah, and he was booed the night before. He came back tonight, or last night, just bombed <laughs> so a home run. He had a triple, I think that we brought, I mean, he had a great night.
3: So
0: boo this. Dan, was that nine innings?
1: They yeah, went minutes? nine innings. They won wow. nine innings, but... I mean from come back from nine one down that's incredible most teams just would have said screw it and said let's go ahead and get ready for uh, for the Mets when we play them that's that's a team starving for offense put up 13 runs that's good stuff how they did today with the they're playing right right now now. they went three up three down the first inning (laughs) that's all right But uh, real quick, you know, back to, you know, the Wizards real quick, just looking ahead. Um, the matchup that we would want, you know, the halt to the one seed. And I personally would rather have Brooklyn for two reasons. Two players on the Wizards have grudges against that team. One is Paul Pierce, who came out and said that team sucked. <laughs> it was the worst team he's ever been on. And I think Chris Humphreys has a little bit of a little chip on his shoulders because right. he was traded yeah. from that team. So I tell you what, if we play Brooklyn, if you have played Daily Fantasy or anything, put Paul Pierce in your lineup every day because I guarantee he's going to come to play that that series and that's it. he'll want to he'll want to beat them especially after he said I mean he's talked shit this entire playoff series and he's backed it up <laughs> He said shit about Toronto. He backed it up there and let's see what he does. I mean, it's just, it's it's a veteran effect and that's what we brought him here to do. Like right now, you know, beginning of the season, you know, we we're, you know, shit, you know, we lost Ariza and his defensibilities, but Pierce's leadership is better than Ariza. He has, you know, Pierce has won championships and just, I don't know what he said to those guys in the locker room before game one, but it's a completely different team than what we saw down the stretch. Um, looking forward, Brad, would you rather play the Hawks? Well, I mean, I know you'd rather play the Nets probably, or maybe the Halls? Who would you rather play and what do you see that coming out to
2: be? It would have to be Brooklyn. Uh, you know, y- you never want to see you know, the, the number one team over over the worst team. Uh, so it, it would have to be Brooklyn and that would also give us a home corner advantage. So, uh definitely Brooklyn. You know, both teams don't look very good. Obviously the series is tied at two, two. So neither team is looking that good, but if any team comes to fruition, it would be the Hawks that you would not want to see. So I would much rather see Brooklyn because even if they start playing a little bit better, I think we can still handle them on just about every night, uh, the way we're playing at this moment. Uh, so I, I, I definitely would much rather, you know, I'm, I'm a Brooklyn fan right now. Once, once Wizards start playing again, uh, I'll, I'll be a Wizards fan again, but for right now, go go Nets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if you followed anyone, Jeremy, who would you rather play? Well, I mean,
3: give me the eighth seed any day. There's no question about that. I didn't realize that series was 2-2. Two, two. Uh, were the Wiz the only,
1: only sweep of the, the first round? Uh, no, I think that Houston Houston swept, didn't they? Houston and Golden State?
2: No, no that, that went... Uh Golden State swept. Houston lost one, and uh, Cleveland swept.
1: Okay, so they were not the only. Ones but I think the, the Wizards sure. probably had the best point margin. I think of all the sweeps. I think.
2: I mean, our, our point differential. We're winning games by probably about twenty. And I mean, we we are really, really. We we were firing on all cylinders. Oh,
1: so. honestly, the Pelicans should have won one of the games. I mean, that three pointer that. <laughs> What can you do against Curry and Thompson? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Oh, yeah. By the way, the Wizards passed on Steph Curry, too, for fucking, what was his name? Jan Vesely. Ouch. The Blake Griffin of Europe, my ass. <laughs> the only highlight he ever did was kissing his girlfriend when he got drafted. Well, he was tall. I mean, he was <laughs> tall. Tall. I mean, <laughs> anyone can be tall and say they're good at basketball. <laughs> uh, we're going to sh- 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 take a. That's fine. Quick break, real quick. I know I've, I got to start telling Paul when we're gonna do this. It's gonna true. You should know, by we're now We're gonna take a quick, just short message by Paul sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling Paul, the sponsorship of the show. He'll be right back. In i gotta find the right one. Okay, there we yeah, go. There you go. All right. Let's be it. right back.
0: Hey, this is Paul from the Shipe Sports Talk podcast. Just wanted to let you know how you could listen to our podcast while you're on the go using the app called Stitcher. You can listen anytime, anywhere using the award-winning free Stitcher app. Best part is, when you stream our podcast or any of the other 20,000 available out there, there's no downloading, no syncing, or no wasted memory. It's on demand and on the go. So if you don't already have the Stitcher app on your iPhone, Android phone, or tablet, download it free today at Stitcher.com or from your app store. Add us to your favorites list, and every week when we put out our new episode, Stitcher will automatically update and have the latest episode of the Shipe Sports Talk podcast waiting for you. While you're there, it really helps us get our podcast notice if you give us a nice review, rating, and thumbs up. We'll greatly appreciate it. Have a comment or question? Easy. Go to ShipeSportsTalk.com, click on the Contact Us tab, and there you'll be able to submit your questions or comments. We love hearing from you, so we'll be sure to thank you live on the air. You'll also find on ShipeSportsTalk.com. Com. The latest episodes, show notes, and other ways to find us on platforms like iTunes and YouTube. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as we turn the corner here for the Halfway Through the Point show, we're going to quickly talk about the fight, of uh, the decade, the century, the biggest fight ever. Oh, uh, yeah, Brad's ready right to the up there. Uh, Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. Mr money team mayweather whoopy doo you got a whole bunch of monies like 50 cent said can you read though <laughs> did you hear about that 50 cent said an yeah. ice bucket challenge he'll do the ice bucket challenge if um floyd mayweather can read one page of harry potter <laughs> damn i had not heard that that's awesome that's crazy this is my thing about floyd mayweather if you walk out to a bossy match with Justin bieber and little wayne i'm not going to pick you to win a match <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he's undefeated right now. He right? is
2: undefeated, but here's the he's thing. Right. It's 147 of them, so.
1: <laughs> I'd still, you know what? I'm going to just say it. I think Pacquiao's going to win. I don't think he's faced anyone like Pacquiao. I'll take five on that. You'll we'll take five on that? It's in the book. It's, in, right, the it's
0: book.
3: in the book. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'd get on that. that too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He's like, like, I don't know. I don't really know too much about them, but I will, from what I've heard read, Reddits, they're saying that maybe Mayweather hasn't had the same kind of uh, qu- quality of... Opponents. Opponents. No, yeah. he hasn't. He really hasn't. And they showed like a little diagram of what opponents looked like after the
1: two. Mm-hmm. And the opponents have faced Pacquiao had a lot more damage under their face than the opponents that Mayweather faces. Mayweather's more about, you know, defense. You know, this is why I wish fucking Guillermo was still here. Just, oh, there you go, man. Guillermo picked Manny Pacquiao. Um, our other co-host, who hopefully eventually will return to the show once he tells me when he can come back. <laughs> Pick Manny Pacquiao. And I think the reason Pacquiao will win because I like you said I think he had better opponents. I mean he has been he has been beaten, but he's been beaten by better people that were in their prime also. Mayweather I think there's three fights ago, if Mr. Ralda can tell me on YouTube, it'd be nice. Uh, where I really believe that Mayweather lost the fight. But of course, in any anything when you're the champ... You're gonna to have to impress the challengers. Are gonna to have to impress those judges. Where you're gonna to have to knock them down. You're gonna to have to knock them out. You can't just win by decision. It's almost like they're not gonna let you win by decision. They want you to fully show them that you can knock this guy out. Same thing for UFC. You see a lot of these uh, split decisions go towards a champ because they want to see the challenger prove that they can beat them. Yeah. So I think in order for Pacquiao to win this is he's gonna to have to forcefully. Convincingly knock the shit out of Mayweather. He's gonna even if it's a decision, he's gonna have to put bruises on Mayweather's face, make him bleed. He's gonna have to show that he's a better man, and he can't play. You know, let me just run around and just you know do a little light boxing for the whole. I think it's twelve rounds they have a boxing. Yeah, correct? twelve. Right. Yeah, he can't do that. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to forcefully go in there and make Mayweather. He's gonna have to hurt Mayweather and knock him down. And I think Pacquiao has a little bit more power than some of these people he play. And I think. He's faster than who's Mayweather. See, so Mayweather's fast, but he hasn't faced anyone this fast before. And I think Pacquiao's really going to hand it to him for 12 rounds. And if, if it's not a knockout, I think Pacquiao will win. I think maybe eight of the 12 rounds. All right, maybe eight. Because <clears throat> the first couple rounds, they always try to feel each other up, and something like that they'll give to the champ if the challenger's not going at him. But the champ Pacquiao may you know try to feel up what he's like. Okay, well, we're going to answer this from Mr. Ralda on our Facebook. And he's saying Pacquiao is a lefty and Mayweather has had problems with lefty in the past. And that Pacquiao will force Mayweather to actually fight. Because if you watch a lot of Mayweather fights, he tries to do counter and defense because no one's ever taken it to him. And Pacquiao is going to be someone who takes it to him. And they um, also funny thing about Pacquiao is they asked him, Mayweather had all these conditions for the fight. that you know, you have to have this referee has to be here I get this split of the pot and all this other stuff and they asked Pacquiao well why did you agree to all this Pacquiao said well in my country people on death row get everything they want before they get executed (laughs) (laughs) nice that's a
2: (laughs) good response that's That's
1: awesome (laughs) Uh, Brad what do you think about this fight and what do you see the outcome
2: oh this is this is a touchy subject for me because honestly I'm so disgusted with boxing it's so corrupt uh I think there needs to be a league and and back in the days heavyweight there used to be a league where fighters like frazier and fighters like ali had to go up against each other and you didn't get to pick who you you could fight it's just it, it's almost unbelievable anymore that that it, that it isn't somehow g- gonna be staged that that something isn't uh you know isn't gonna be staged about it but you know, if 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 we're gonna take it in its integrity and actually talk about this fight, uh, you have to respect both boxers. I mean, they're 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 fantastic. We would have all liked to see this fight about five years ago, but uh, it's finally taking place now, and you know. It, Floyd doesn't get hit much. And so it's really going to be on Pacquiao to kind of lay some wood on him. And I know Pacquiao is known for doing that, but Floyd is known for for kind of dodging it and counteracting a little bit. Uh, You know, in the words of uh, my good friend Skip Bayless, he throws pillow punches. Uh, (laughs) Floyd is what is what Skip says. Uh, But he's a
1: bad man.
2: Well. (laughs) Very true. Uh, All he does is win. I I just think it's going to take too much to get Floyd, uh, you know, t- to catch him. I think Floyd is going to be on his guard enough, and I think he knows he doesn't have to do too much in his in this fight than what he you know than what he normally has to do. Because like you were just saying, the challenger has to prove, uh, you know, by by no, you know, by by any means that you won that fight. Uh, and I think it is going to come down to a split decision. And I I think Floyd's going to win it. Thank mm-hmm. you.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, Floyd, you know, he's he's as technical as it gets. Part of the reason he doesn't end up beating the other guy up is he doesn't have to. He just plays defense, gets his jabs in there. Guys can't hit him. And I'm a Pacquiao fan. Pacquiao fan. I cannot stand
1: Mayweather, but I think Mayweather is going to keep his keep his streak alive. So we're going to have two for Mayweather and one for Pacquiao. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Five bucks for me
2: and Brad. So Jay- I was just yeah. saying, I got five on Shipes. So Pacquiao. <laughs> And okay,
3: Pacquiao can hurt him. I mean, Pacquiao had, or uh, Mayweather got hurt a couple fights ago. I forget who it was against. Uh, um, it was Medina. Medina. Medina I don't want to say his name. Well, there was a, a guy got a couple good shots at him. It was the one where the he thought the referee had stopped the fight. Who Mayweather. Mayweather? Had, Sorry. Mayweather, uh, the, his opponent, Mayweather's opponent, who thought the referee had stopped the fight, it was actually looking at the referee. He hadn't stopped it. Mayweather clocked him, and that was it. I want to say it was sometime in the last five years. I did not remember the opponent, but if you hurt him, you can scare him. I think he was scared on that fight, so he can be beaten.
0: I think I Guillermo just... said one. He said uh, he said De La Hoya. It said he said he said uh, Guillermo just said Mayweather in my mind has lost two fights, De La Hoya and Ma- Medina. Nah, Medina. Medina.
1: Medina. Medina is the one that he went toe to toe with and he lost in a split decision, which I think everyone thought should have been reversed. Uh, yeah, that's the guy I think he had a rematch against and then beat him.
0: All
2: right, Matt's going with
0: Pacquiao, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And Brad, did you say you said yours? No,
2: Brad's. Yeah, Brad's I'm, ta- I'm taking money.
0: They're both. Brad's taking five butts on Mayweather. May, yeah. and then Jeremy's all saying
1: same Mayweather. Yeah, have to. You know when the last meaningless boxing match that I watched
2: was? Honestly, that's- I'd like to see him lose. I think it would be good for boxing if he lost. Ooh, Mayweather,
1: so, absolutely. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so that there could be another fight between these two. I think it would be good for boxing.
1: Well, that's in the clause. That's what Mayweather had written down. If he lost, he gets a rematch. But if Pacquiao loses, he doesn't okay that's the way mayweather's written it down that if he loses he gets a rematch
0: okay. man, man that that's an easy way how much is he making this time 160 well they're split 60 40 and who do you think gets 60 no and yeah I know but so he i are making they're making over 100 million probably I think I think mayweather's making over a hundred and Pacquiao m- might be just under so I think yeah. it, I think mayweather's like up at like 140 so okay so like you're saying that Brad that things are just usually scripted out already this is an easy way to make two hundred three hundred thousand dollars and in two fights you know what well, I mean?
2: here's, here's the thing I, I, boxing used to be a big thing i mean when, when ali was in his prime and and frazier was in his prime like it, it was good stuff and and you know people wanted to read about it in newspapers i, I think it's become a little bit laughable because people don't believe it anymore and and what? you can kind of go ahead
1: You know what the big difference is between boxing and I think the UFC that what really draws more people to UFC is is that UFC gives you the fight that you want and fighters don't get to choose who they want Dan and White will be like "All right, you're fighting this guy you don't okay cool you don't have to have a title in bot scene, how many times has Mayweather ever been given an opponent? No, he's gotten to choose. And that's he the big difference is that it's a joke because they don't choose a top contender. And now he has to face a top contender, which, you know, five years ago would have been awesome. But it's just like that's why a lot of people have gone to more UFC because Dana White knows how to run that business. And he knows, OK, you're the top guy. You're going to fight this guy. And he forces him to fight. And also in bot scene, what I don't like is there's too, many go- there's too many damn belts. I can't keep up with all the – like there's IBF, light heavyweight, or – NWA or WCW. I don't know. There's too many belts. <laughs>
0: WCW.
1: I'd rather watch Rocky versus Apollo Creed. The glow. I, I,
2: I just think it should be like every other sport where it's like, okay, there, there's a league and there's a guy who runs it. And like you said, who, who says, this is who you're fighting now. Like. Now, now you've made it this far. You go up against this guy. Like, th- this is the way it's going to be. Not, oh, well, I'd rather fight my grandma. Well, of course you would. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, you don't want to lose. Yeah, I, I would want to fight my grandma, too. Not I really love you, grandma. <laughs> but but I, I'm being honest, though. There, there needs to be something set up where, where it's like, hey, look, this is what people want to see. And it would attract a lot more eyes. Like, I think people turn their head to it because they're just like, oh, who's fighting? Mayweather's fighting don't care that yeah. y- 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 Who's you
3: know, they're going to beat this time. That's all, that's all it is. So, right. Know, it's not the well, way this time.
2: Well, well, kinda. And it's just like, you know, you, you want to see the best go up against the best. And for, you know, for a while it hasn't happened, you know, Pacquiao has not fa- fought Mayweather and now it's about to happen, but it's happened a little too late. Both of them are kind of getting older and, uh, you know, we, we just wanted to see this when they were both, you know, had their streaks going. And, uh, and it's just a shame that I, you know, I, I don't know enough about the sport. I'm not involved in the sport. It's just a shame that it never came to fruition. I think there needs to be some kind of league that says, Hey, look, this is going to come to fruition. Cause this is going to be good for." The the sport
3: yeah as a fan
1: this should be the third installment of this fight not the first oh completely well i hope that if Pacquiao does win and let's say they do they do to do the rematch mayweather wins that there better be a third bout and that <sighs> i mean they're gonna gain money if that happens they're gonna gain a lot of money and did you did you hear what the bars have to pay to show this fight <sighs> They have to tw- they have to pay twenty person ahead for your capacity. So if let's say oh. Hooters capacity is four hundred, they have to pay twenty times four hundred to show that fight, and that's not included if you don't even fill up. No matter what, you have to pay the twenty times four hundred, which 8, hopefully, 000. yeah, you're gonna have to pay a straight up eight thousand no matter what. That's that's crazy. That's that's what. And also in Vegas, only MGM brand hotels are showing this fight. So if you go to any other hotel, they're not showing it. Wow. So I mean, it's in a hundred dollars to rent on pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. I'll, so, so Paulie is I going to show that fight. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll find uh, will find a website that. Oh, wait, what, can I say that on
0: there? <laughs> I, I
1: didn't hear anything. Oops. <laughs> I'm sure someone will stream it somewhere to where you can fight it, but I'm not paying a hundred dollars. That's, That's ridiculous. Just, I'll read about Skip and Stephen A. on Twitter and see what they think because i will go at it all day. What about paying sixty grand for a ticket? Is that uh, what they're no. going with? Well, the cheapest of 1500 you know what would have been pretty smart of all of us? We all should have chipped in at 500 bought a ticket, and then sold it for like 10000 Probably would have made a good amount of money. <laughs> Are you think
0: of this now? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> How much have they been going for? I've heard all kinds of... Uh all kinds of uh, amounts of money that people are paying for this, or something like that. I well,
1: think. yeah, I mean, people. I mean, a hundred dollars. I mean, but the thing is, though, there was only five hundred tickets sold to the general public. Everyone else was like celebrities or involved with the sport. I mean, that's what. That's also what I hate about botsing. It's the, the normal person can't get. it. I mean, you put UFCs, even their biggest pay per view. At least someone could buy a ticket, you know, up in the nosebleed for seventy bucks. I mean, it's like you have to be rich to go to like the Super Bowl and. <laughs> Any other big sport you have to be rich and it's stupid. Pardon my ignorance, but where where is this fight?
0: MGN in Vegas, of course, in where Mayweather Vegas. wanted So I'm checking now. Ticket ticket network. Yeah, if, I want, StubHub. if I wanted to buy a ticket right now for upper rear one ticket. What did you say? Upper <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> rear. That's just, that's way the fuck up there, is what that is. Uh, let's see, two or three. Yeah, that's that's the highest you can go, basically. Do we for, want to hear this? For two thousand seven hundred eight bucks. That's
1: stupid. And someone's gonna buy it. The for day one of the fight. Ticket. Did you hear what uh, Pacquiao did? He bought three million dollars worth of tickets for all his family. <sighs> Which is pretty cool. I mean, he bought every single family member I think they could come a ticket for three million dollars. <laughs> okay, and, and Ed, the sad part
0: is half of those tickets to half that money is going to Mayweather's purse. <laughs> I see the the most expensive upper rear ticket four thousand bucks four thousand seventy five bucks. This um, is crazy.
1: Guillermo just said the highest ticket that he saw in StubHub was forty thousand dollars. Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh, here here's some right here lower front eleven grand, uh, lower rear eleven grand, and it just keeps going up and up and up seventeen grand. And no, thank four, you. Jesus. I'll, watch it, on 30, my t- I'll watch it on my TV and have a closer yeah. view than them. I'm not even gonna pay a hundred, so I'm surely not gonna pay eleven grand. Well, how <laughs> about how about this? How about you all give me some money so I can go to the, the floor front? How about that? Uh, you know how much mm-hmm. it's gonna cost you guys? Forty thousand. Three hundred and thirty-five thousand oh, bucks. Oh my god. Don't you have
1: any press credentials or anything? <laughs> no,
3: <laughs> I don't have press floor? credentials
1: yet. <laughs> That's the look, look at Brad. it's just like goodbye. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think I'll even make that. I haven't made that much in my lifetime yet. <laughs>
2: Sponsored by. <laughs> we're we're going to need something. That is ridiculous. <laughs> well, um, all right. So we have
1: our... Okay, real quick, since we'll stay on the topic of fighting. Quickly, let's go to UFC before we head to the NFL draft to finish up the show. UFC lightweight champ John Jones was involved in a hit-and-run incident where he hit a pregnant woman, by the way. She was pregnant. Fled from the scene. Not only did he flee from the scene, he first fled, realized he left a whole shitload of cash in the car, went back to the car to get the cash, and then decided to flee some more. <laughs> so he went, hit, run, cash, run again. And when they found the car, they found mar- marijuana pipe with marijuana. so obviously the whole load of cash was used for something else. Because this is the same guy that we talked about that just got caught doing cocaine. Right. Test positive in December. And that's how stupid he is. Real, you, it's a rental car. You really think they can't trace the rental car back to you? I mean, he left <laughs> papers in in the car made out to John Jones <laughs> from the Las Vegas Fighting Commission. So, oh, whose car is this? Maybe it's another John Jones. Maybe there is. <laughs> Not. And yeah. yeah, Guillermo said it best. A dumbass. Yeah. So the following day, he turned himself into police. Of course, he got released on bail. Like most athletes stripped of the title. Doesn't have title anymore. Wow. So he's out of the main event for next month at UFC. 187, replaced by Daniel Comar to face Anthony Rumble Johnson. Taken off the pound for pound rankings, so he is no longer number one in the world. He only had one loss. And That one loss was a DQ because he did a 12 to 6 elbow, which you can't do. Otherwise, he'd probably be undefeated right now. So this guy had his whole career in front of him, probably the best fighter at USC, other than since we've seen Anderson Silva in his prime. Uh-huh. And he basically just threw all that away. No one's going to know if we're ever going to see him again. He, this guy needs help. And he a he t- 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 positive for coach- and then you just, then for Maryland. I mean,. I think he went to rehab for a day. Yeah. He went just for a day and then got out for the Super Bowl. So even if you, even if you stayed on the scene, yeah, you caused the accident and you got the marijuana, but that's probably maybe a misdemeanor. I don't know what the laws are in New Mexico, but I mean, you just turned probably a misdemeanor, maybe a slap on the wrist for you into a felony. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, I hope this guy gets jail time. He deserves jail time for doing this. Not only did you run for the scene, but the run back to get cash, and then just to the run again, you deserve jail time. And also, you already had the problems with the cocaine. So obviously, that load of cash was for more than just your winnings. No one carries around, you know, 10K of cash in their pocket for no reason now. Unless you're fully Mayweather. Wait a second. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 10K, <laughs> not just $10. I'd like <laughs> to. Oh, <okay. laughs> and, all, oh, yeah. Also, he lost his contract at uh, Rebockham. I'm sorry, Reebok. He had a whole, he was a sponsor. He was a poster boy for Reebok in the UFC, and bye okay, bye. Wow. That's gone. Jeez, what an idiot. So I'm hopefully, sure White's happy too. Yeah. So, dumbness to him. Good job throwing your career away. Don't end up like Aaron Hernandez, at least. I mean, that, yeah. Hey, he'll be part of the longest yard, too, uh, UFC edition. <laughs> Alright, so speaking of Aaron, well not speaking of Aaron Hernandez, but NFL news, um, we're going to shift to the draft, which comes on tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Uh, before we talk about that, uh, Mr. Tim Tebow now has a new team with the Eagles. Shut up. So Tim Tebow's back. But here's the thing, it's not guaranteed money, so if he doesn't make the team, he doesn't get shit. Is
3: he janitor, or what's, what's he
1: doing? <laughs> uh, he, is the, the boy? he is the ball boy for okay. Bradford and Sanchez. <laughs> hey, wasn't he with Sanchez and the Jets? Yeah. They're reunited. Yeah, yes, they are reunited. Isn't that and cute? It it's, like so a, it's like a love story. It's like Romeo reunited. and
0: Juliet.
1: <laughs> <Please> so, <start. laughs> let's talk about the draft. Uh, I think we all can hopefully agree that the number one pick will obviously be Jameis Winston. I think. I think Tampa Bay has fallen in love with him. Uh, I think the big thing now is all the trade talk that's now going on. I mean, like Brad said it. I mean, we did a whole complete mock draft, and I don't think any of us will get any pick right except for maybe the first one. Who's that? Uh, Winston, oh. Winston. No, Mariota. We Mariota may go second. I mean, the Titans are looking, I mean, I think Cleveland just offered Tennessee um, their first two round there. They have two pits in the first round. They offered both of them for the second round and Tennessee said, no, <sighs> because Tennessee only had 16 prospects ranked as first rounders. So if they moved that far back, they would get their, in their opinion, second round prospects. So we'll have to see what happened. I think the skins. Oh, speaking of draft, my question of the day was rest fans. What do you, what would you want them to do in the draft? So Brad, let's go first question of the day to you. What do you want them to do in the draft?
2: Uh, what I have seen most successful and highly graded draft teams do is take the best player available at that position. So I don't even care who they take. I really don't. Uh, I just want them to take the best player available at that moment. Uh, if that happens to be defensive end, and I, I know we just made a lot of moves, uh, at the defensive end, uh, <laughs> position, uh, then I want to take a defensive end. So I, you know, I, I'm not sticking to a name. I, I used to, but I found that the teams with the most success take the best ranked team or, or best ranked player at that point, no matter what, even if you don't need it, even if you don't need it, still take it. You know, uh, so I'm just hoping whatever comes up that they don't try and think like overthink this and, 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 and try and get outside the box too much. Just go to whoever the best player is at that moment. Uh, so I, I really don't have a name for you. Shipe. I just want them to take whatever is the best at that pick.
1: All right. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. What if Mariota's there? Yeah. You take Mariota? You trade. I I, trade the I mean what you wouldn't what, trade you're the
2: gonna, what you're going to say is is going to support I- exactly what I'm what, what I'm saying. Um uh, so if if Mar- Mariota would be the best quarterback i can't imagine there's going to be too many going top five uh outside of winston himself but uh if for some odd reason uh another quarterback comes off uh then 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 sure mariota at at that at that point it you know it it doesn't matter i know that's that's a little bit of exaggeration because obviously our 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 quarterback situation is is not good but we have a lot of them um so uh but that's fine like, yeah, sure, do that. Take Mariota. <clears throat>
1: Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? For your question of the day now to you. Well, you know, basically Brad
3: nailed it. You know, best player available. If Marriott is there, you do take him. I think they trade that pick. If that happens, what scares me about best player available is I'm Cooper or white. You know, the two receivers may be there and that's, uh, that's the last thing I think they need. Uh, I'm looking at Fowler or Williams, you know, linebacker or the, or the D lineman there uh, as the guys I would love to have, but they're going to get somebody good. You know, I got, I got faith in the new GM and, uh, He's he's just he's he's more of a fan it seems like than a real football guy and he just he gets in there just watches video while he drinks his Bud Lights and you know I I you know whatever he does I'm on board with and uh, but I'm I'm looking defense that's my personal opinion
1: all right now out of all let's go with Winston and Mariota real quick talking about them. Brad, my question to you is, who's the bust and who's going to be the better player? If one of those two are the bust, who would you pick? And obviously the other one's going to be the better player and why? Because all these quarterbacks are always questioning who's bust and who's good. So I'm sure this is going to be hard for you, but if you had to choose one, who would it be?
2: This is tough because I think... uh I think both of them have big question marks in different ways. You look at Winston prototypical quarterback size, you know, he's big, he can make enough throws, not, not a crazy amount of arm strength, uh, but some off the field problems. uh, You know, you, you question some of the decisions he makes. uh, So, so, so with Jameis Winston, I think you're worried that, you know he may not be playing for you in a couple years simply because he's he's foolish and makes really bad decisions off the field. Um, then you look at a player like Mariota, who is a stud. You know the the, the stud, all American that you're looking for. You know a guy that's hardworking, uh, not not in any sort of trouble ever. You know uh, abides by the law and does does everything he d- he needs to do as a good citizen. But you wonder about the spread offense that he's running. Uh, can he step up and and? Deliver deliver the balls under duress in the pocket, you know, so you start to wonder about his ability to actually play the game. So both quarterbacks, there's, there's question marks and in different regards, but you know, I, I honestly think, what you've seen work out more is the player with less talent who's willing to work harder uh, than the player with more talent who is kind of an idiot. So I'm going to go with the bust is Winston. And I'm going to go with Marcus Mariota as the better of the two. I- I'm not saying he's going to be the next anything. I'm just going to say he's the better of the two. He will have a better career.
1: Jeremy, who do you think should be the bust? and who should be the better player. I'm, I'm
3: going with uh, Winston as the better player he's got higher bust potential there's absolutely no question about that but you know they apparently Tampa Bay's basically been following the kid around and they've haven't found anything too bad aside from some questionable crab legs so yeah I, I'm, I'm going with not necessarily calling uh, Marietta a bust but I, I'm gonna go with with Winston being the better player long term.
1: I just, you know, Guillermo just reminded me of something, another dumb, dumb. Uh, Shane Ray, you know, potential top-ten pick. Um, not anymore. Randy Gregory, t- another top-ten pick. Could potentially drop. Both of these guys should drop out of the first. They're talking about Ray could drop to the three or fourth round, which, you know, if I'm a GM and he's still there in the third round, do you take a chance on a player that could be a top-ten pick? Why not? I mean, we had, you know, the honey badger who they thought was gonna be a problem and he hasn't had any kind of issues in Arizona, I believe so far. So, I mean, I think for the term of trouble players, I think it really depends on what team you get drafted to and what the GM is like. Um, I'm going to bring up Aaron Hernandez for one reason only because he was a trouble player and the Patriots organization is very good at dealing with trouble players. The problem was the location of the Patriots organization brought him back to his old stomping ground, which was near, I think it was in Connecticut or something where all his trouble began. So the problem really wasn't the Patriots was the location. I mean, you know, like New England, they brought in Randy Moss, you know, they calmed him down. Revis didn't really act up this year. So I really think for trouble players like Shane Ray, you know, maybe a Gregory or um, the, the guy from LSU Collins, who is actually leaving Chicago to go back to dealing with the, a shooting incident in LSU and, you know, props to him for saying, you know, I'm going to go deal with this and, you know, not worry about the draft, which is, I think in my opinion, could maybe give him a little step up above some other people that he actually wants to deal with the head on is that it depends on what organization drafts you and how they can handle you like a team like Oakland, that organization sucked, so you're gonna have troubles there. Cleveland, Johnny Menzel. That organization's horrible and look what happened to him. He ended up in rehab. Hopefully he comes out good, but now they want Mariota, so another bust Mariota. I mean not Mariota, Menzel. So I think it really depends on what team gets you. Like before this guy came, the Restians was a team where if you had problems they probably wouldn't it wouldn't work out good. Haynesworth is a great example of how bad a problem person could really become too much cheap burgers making me sad again <laughs> <laughs> too much cheap so, um, Brad what do you think about a lot of these draft picks that are getting caught doing stupid stuff like weeks before the draft and you really think a better organization team can help out these troubled players these young players
2: uh, honestly here's the thing Shy. Shai- guess what? There's a lot of talent out there. And if you're going to give us a reason not to take you, then we will look in other directions. There's a lot of players in the draft and you're finding success in fifth rounds and fourth rounds and sixth rounds. So these guys need to shape up. I mean, if you want to get taken high, you better not give teams any reason to want to overlook you. And I think it's absolutely foolish of these kids who have worked so hard for years to let it slip away with some dumb stuff. Uh, And and I I think it does hurt their draft stock. I think teams start to say, hey, look, I don't want to deal with that. You know, look at the best organizations. Like you said, Cleveland, bad organization. Take a troubled player. He's in rehab now. (laughs) Uh, Oakland, bad organization. You know, teams like the Patriots Patriots and, and I know they, they're still successful without Hernandez because the leaders of that team are are, are, are of good moral character. I, I get They don't murder people. I You know, I don't know. Uh, but I think these guys draft stock is going to be hurt because, you know, teams don't want to deal with that anymore. And they can find someone to replace you. Your job is not that secure anymore. And you better be on your best behavior.
1: Um but like I said, for Shane Ray, if he was there a third or the fourth round, would you take a chance on a player like that or no?
2: Well, I, I would have to say yes. If it's a first round talent and and he falls to the third or, or fourth round you know, I I think you still do take a chance on him. You know, it, th- th- this isn't that that severe of uh, a violation, in my opinion, but it, it doesn't matter. A violation is a violation. It, it doesn't matter necessarily what it is. Uh, but, you know, if he falls to the third round. You got to take him and you got to slap him on the wrist and say, hey, look, don't do that again. But. You know, obviously, this incident did uh, and will probably affect his draft stock. Now, I don't think he'll fall to the third round. I think that's quite the exaggeration. But, uh, you know, I I just think it it will set him back a little bit uh, in terms of where he will be drafted. But if he is available third or fourth round, of course, you got to take that chance.
1: It's like in fantasy football when I had Tom Brady come to me in my uh, fantasy league with Paul and Jeremy in the eighth round, and he's just sitting right there, and you just can't pass all the talent like that in the eighth round of fantasy football. You, like, you, you know? probably could. Have. <laughs> it turned out pretty good towards the end of the season. Still, to make the playoffs, but anyway, um, I was gonna say
2: you end up winning that league.
1: <laughs> no, oh, I was projected to go with
0: only one loss. Yeah. F me up. I start off 0 and 4. So he had, he, the, well, he didn't have one loss. <laughs> and had more than one loss. Yeah. The, I guess Yahoo rated his, his uh, draft, draft the best. I got a little And he, he was, he was just a bit away from number one at the end of the season. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, <laughs> back to it.
1: Jeremy, what are your thoughts on like trouble players and going to organizations like that? Well, you know, Ray's a good
3: example. He, what, what was he going to go around? Somewhere around 10, and now he's probably going to go somewhere in the 30 40 range. Um, you know, I, I think it's, these teams got to do their, their research because if a kid's, you know, smoking weed in college, you know what, Who a lot of people do that. I'm not too worried. If they're getting in fights with teammates. That's the kind of stuff, you know, are they good in the locker room? Are they good kids in general? You know, you, you can, they can become pros, but you got to do your research. Cause again, you know, do you get Hernandez or do you get honey badger? And that's, that's the, you can get either way. So you can definitely get some good players. I wouldn't shy away too much once you get
1: past the first round though. I wouldn't, away. Yeah, I think this draft is loaded with talent. You know, we say every year the draft class is deep and so, so what, uh, but I think this is a very deep draft. I think there's gonna be a lot of uh, players and I think mostly when you're GM and you're drafting, you're looking for that hidden gem, that one player that can just change your organization, which is a Tom Brady who is a seventh round pick and, Hall of Famer, multiple Super Bowl winner. Uh, another low round. Alfred Morris was a low round draft pick, and now look at him. Uh, Marquise Colston, with you know, in his prime, he was also a sixth round pick out of some... Hofstra. Yeah. Hofstra. Yep. Yeah, who the hell's going to look at that? Like, where was Morris? Wasn't Morris from, like, a little low-end college? FIU. Florida. Florida right? Yep. Yeah, Florida. I mean, yep. you mean got to look for players like that, and that's what I love about... <laughs> I'm talking from a Redskins fan standpoint. It's Scott McCoolin, who he drafted Richard Sherman, who a lot of people passed on because they thought he wasn't good enough in like a third or fourth round. I mean, he drafted a lot of good players in Seattle. And as Redskins fans, you all should be excited. For this is probably the first draft in a long time. You all should be happy for because I think you guys wound up picking good for my team. You know, with us with the second pick. By the way, I, most people should know I'm a Tennessee Titans fan that watched the show. And also the second pick, it's like, do you take Mariota? Do you take Williams, who I want from USC, just to put him on the line with Casey, and then you'll have a Rackbo, you have Derrick Morgan, I think we'll have a very fierce front seven, or do you trade the pick for more draft pits and get yourself in a better position to draft more players? And that's the thing, with our pick at two, we're going to get the phone calls from Mariota because a lot of teams want that one them. And like Brad said earlier, with Tennessee, I I'm happy was that Menberger. I think he has the body type of a quarterback, you know, yeah, he had a bad year. I mean, he only played how many games? The offensive line was horrible and he's a rookie. He threw, I think 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. That's what happens when you're a rookie stuff happens yeah. and they upgraded his receiving core. They gave him a lot more to work with. And think we just signed, um, Hakeem Nitz, which, you know, in his prime was a pretty good receiver and yeah, he was, he was a good receiver with the giants in his prime.
2: Okay. what did he do last year?
1: What that? made Different
2: situation. What, 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 what with Andrew Luck with an amazing quarterback? It's a different situation. He's garbage.
1: <laughs> Whatever. You know what? It's better than what we had. Garbage. <gasps> Pierre <Garçons's> garbage. They <laughs> well, can't really stay healthy. That's one. Of, uh-huh. That's one Nick's
3: big
2: has got more touchdowns than 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 Akeem Nicks. I'll I'll take another five on that. They're smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just give me your retirement.
1: <laughs> well, like I was saying, Mettenberger needs people to throw to, and I think this year he'll have a lot more people to throw to than he had last year which was pretty much just Kendall Wright and Delaney Walker and Kendall Wright Ouch. And,
2: well, and what I'm telling you is Amari Cooper is someone to throw to Hakeem Nix is not someone to throw to
1: I would love Amari Cooper but I would I, our defense was horrible our run defense was the worst last year I mean everyone ran on us which I think Williams would plug holes more and put him besides Casey and you know defense wins championships I know offense you know they get the scoring but I feel like in this draft you can find a wide receiver in the second round I feel like this is another deep pool of wide receivers
2: I know I, I was going to say that I agree with you on that
1: uh, I mean one wide receiver that I really like that they're saying can fall second round is um, Beckham the guy yeah, from, Green Missouri. Beckham from Missouri and if he fell in our laps the second round that'd be perfect I mean even the local kid from Maryland Stefan Diz is a playmaker that could be yeah there we go I mean he could be a playmaker I just think he came out one year too early I think in my opinion I think he should have stayed at least one more year in <laughs> Maryland to improve his draft stock and also with him with injuries yeah, we'll talk about the one local kid I think injuries is what really is gonna maybe push teams away because he's had a history I think every year of college he's been injured at least one once,
2: uh, not his, not his freshman year. No,
1: but the last two years he's
0: been hurt pretty but badly.
2: The last, so last two years, <laughs> broken leg, and then a. Uh, pss- Spleen, I think was, no lacerated spleen, yeah, oh, lacerated. Geez.
0: Who who's this, this, sorry go ahead, Jim. It's uh Stephon
3: Diggs. He's actually a local kid out of Good Council, went to Maryland. Yep. And um yeah, it was uh, the two pretty freak injuries though, like no knees, no real, you know, shoulder problems, things like that. So I'm hoping, you know, the internal organ injuries and the the, the freak broken leg won't won't catch up to him in the pros. But uh he is he's somebody you know, he can get the third or fourth round that can probably play for you next year and do and do some good things. He'll be a big uh, return
1: man too as well.
3: <laughs> And he's not—he's not tiny. He's—I mean, hes hes like, I compare him a lot to I, name slip on mine. West Virginia kid uh, went to who's in uh, St. Louis. Davon Austin. Davon uh, Austin, Austin. He's bigger. I mean, he's—you know—he's a legit six foot, two hundred pound guy. He can—he can handle himself out there.
2: Honestly, I, I think he's got Macklin type size. You know, right right around like six one ish. Uh, you know, six two and uh, good route runner. Uh, electric when he gets the ball. Uh, I, I would compare him some to kind of kind of like Jeremy Macklin when it comes to size. Now whether or not he's going to have the career. Macklin's had, and I'm not, not saying that, but just in terms of size, kind of build and uh and ball skills, just kind of like that.
0: Yep. Paul, what were you gonna say before? Or did you forget? Uh yeah, oh uh, yeah, I did. Well, I was gonna <laughs> ask who who he was, but then I was gonna ask also what uh, position he played. Wide
2: receiver. Okay. Yeah, wide out. <laughs> the
0: thing about Tavon Austin is is he hasn't really
1: showed me much as a wide receiver. I think he's more he's coming more of like a return guy. I, you know draft him out they thought he was going to be a big guy but I think the problem with Tavon Alston is they expected him to be the number one there when he's you know like our situation in Tennessee with Kendall Wright he's a slot man he's not an outside person he's better suited for the slot and I think that's why the Rams should draft another big time receiver to go with him that way he can move back inside because they have Kenny Britt I mean Kenny Britt you know his best his career has taken a fall since he tore his ACL I mean the one year the year for us when he tore it the first four games he was leading the league and receiving yards. And receptions and it just shows that an ACL injury unless you're Adrian Peterson can you know can really affect and end your career. You know, also RG three.
2: His career isn't over.
1: Nah, it's getting it. Now speaking of this, we'll talk about him real quick. What do you think about them picking up his option for sixteen million? Do you agree with it or disagree with it, Brad? I agree with it. Jeremy? I agree with it as well. I mean, they do have the, if he gets
3: hurt, the money's guaranteed. But if he just stinks, it's not. So I think they're okay.
0: Yeah. So, so someone explained this option to me. So they could have let him go. Yeah. But instead they keep him on for, and they have to pay him 16 more million. Okay. So would they
1: have traded him basically, or would they have, would they have made yeah, a they just, deal? they just cut him. They would cut him. Yeah. Okay, cut say, him and be a just, free agent. Say bye-bye. Yeah. Bye, so go, so go, go, go to another team and probably do better. Okay. Since that seems to be a trend of skin players when they leave Washington. So, right, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good trend of that happening sometimes.
2: I'm, I'm feeling the hate, dude.
1: Oh, this hate. <laughs> well, I'm really loving it. That I really hope Rackbone continues that trend of what uh,
2: torn, torn pets? Yeah, no, I, no. I got, yeah, I got another five. Says he gets injured for you guys. This is at least two games. Put it in the book. Just, mm-hmm. Put it in the book. Yeah, put it in put the, the book. book. Another another five book. for Brad. You know what? Put it in.
1: Also, another in the book five that he gets double digit sacks this year.
2: Mm, I'll take that. I'll take that also. Do they play?
1: On, Brad, it's, you're saying two
3: games
2: under. I'll take under double digit sacks and I'll take at least two games with injuries. <laughs> he missed.
3: Does Tennessee play Jacksonville this year? We played him twice. Uh, that was a dumb question, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. He might get that double digits then.
2: <laughs> nah, Bortles is more, uh, he'll get hurt running after Bortles. So... No, I mean, I'm just kidding. Brian, stay healthy for real. <laughs> You're such a good talent. Stay healthy, man.
1: <laughs> Did you hear what uh, Fowler said? They interviewed Fowler and he said he would love to come to Washington to actually replace Arakpo. He said he would love to replace him. And I think Fowler I mean, would be great for this team.
2: Anyone who wants to work the other side of Kerrigan, you know Kerrigan's going to get double because that dude is a machine. Uh, you know, and Arakpo was productive for the most part when, when he was healthy, but the dude just can't stay on the field. He just doesn't want to play football. Uh, well I shouldn't yeah. say that his body he just, doesn't <laughs> he, he can't stay on the field and uh, that that's his you know, that, that's his you know worst thing about him
0: <laughs> Matt what was your what was your bet five that what double digits digit that he will have double digits yeah. Okay. Yeah. under Jeez, we got like an official
1: bet book here <laughs> under you know it's funny you, you get the draft this weekend and then it's like no football until like no really no more big football talk until training camp yeah <laughs> And then hopefully the Nationals will do good, so it gives us something to watch. And the Wizards will go deep, so and the Capitals. So let's just hope this team, this area, gets better. And right now the Nationals are down three to one. But hey, we're comeback kids, so let's see if we can do it again. Yeah, it's better than nine to one. Yeah, it's better than nine to one. I mean, that what, was what inning are they in right now? I'm going to my handy dandy cell phone. Uh, bottom of the third is when they scored last. Okay. So I'm assuming the bottom third or top of the fourth. But, I mean, uh, Capitals game once tomorrow, so.
3: Yeah, it's going to conflict with my draft watching. I'm going to have to follow the draft online because I'm going to be glued to the Caps game.
1: I will not be able to watch any of them tomorrow as I will be attending the Age of Ultron. I'm going my little nerd self. I'm going to the Age of Ultron. Um. <laughs> I won tickets for 106.7. That's pretty cool. Did you really? Yeah. It's at one of those luxury theaters, I think, that has like those recliners or whatever It's, it's they uh It's called. Uh, this one's a star. It's called StarPlatz, And this one's called StarPlatz in Ashburn. But I've never been to a luxury theater and everyone says they're the best things to ever go oh, to. You,
0: you get a couch. You get a server. You get a table. You get to eat and drink and Ooh. whatever. It's pretty awesome. The
1: thing is, though, I don't go to. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I don't want <laughs> yeah, to yeah, do
0: right. <laughs> don't go to movie theaters and drink
1: beer and you have like some stupid where I don't remember the movie that defeats the
3: <laughs> well, don't drink 10 beers. Just drink two. You'll be okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for you. um, Chad Dutes is actually hosting
0: it. Oh, nice. Dutz is hosting it. Nice, so,
1: nice. I mean, I couldn't pass. That's why we're doing the show tonight. You know, one time only on Wednesday. And I apologize for not having the show last week, but it was my birthday and I was out not remembering what's going on in the Green Turtle. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Elated. We actually watched one of the Caps. We watched the Caps game where they won like five to one yes. last Thursday. Yes. So it was a great game to watch at Green Turtle. And we got this. Bit- so you should have talked about this. This on your 10th anniversary show, where they have the turtle, they have this thing called um like something. It's like a big shell. It's usually like this big, and it's just a whole. It's just different drinks and old liquors in it. And we're just they bring it out and they give you six straws. Like you have to have four people to either even get it.
0: Jeez, uh, that's pretty awesome. It was actually. a good time.
1: Which
3: uh, which turtle were you at? Uh Germantown. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I was. I spent the intermissions at the one down uh, at Verizon. So I was I was sharing in your birthday celebration. I didn't even know it.
1: <laughs> so wait, you go. So during intermissions, you just drove to the Green Turtle and go back. Yep. Uh, Is it with the? Is it connected to Verizon, or do you have to yeah, walk somewhere? Yeah, you
3: can walk right through. Yeah, it's inside the building, but it's outside of security. But so that means the bathroom lines are shorter, the uh, the drinks are cheaper, and you just got to deal with security three or four different times. That's, that's all. awesome!
0: Yeah, man. yeah that's and good
3: we, to know. Yeah, we sit right there. So Where were your seats at? Uh one oh four, which is right below the Green Turtle, actually. So how right. much? How much were those? <laughs> um, I'd rather not say because I need a mortgage to pay for them. I believe the face <laughs> the face on them is two hundred. So bad. it's not too bad. How many games did you go to? I went to games two and games five, so I was I was two and zero. Oh, so I'm going to take partial credit for the the series victory. <laughs> then you need and, to get tickets for the Rangers. Well, here's the thing. I'm 0-3 in my last game, uh, three game sevens and so I didn't go to game seven. So all again, right. I'm taking taking a lot of credit for that one. Thank you for doing that. Okay. No we problem. No you. problem. I'm, very,
1: I'm also very superstitious. I can't remember where we, we were playing. We, we had a soccer game and um, my first two games at goalie, I was wearing my green uh, alternate Germany jersey and we tied the first one. I won the second one. So third one, they're like, the other team's wearing green. They're like, you can't wear that. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll wear this one. And we lost. I'm like, all right cool. I'm wearing the green Jersey from now on <laughs> straight up superstitious. We lost, yeah. we lost like eight zero or something. They, it was bad. sounds like the caps in game seven.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you think about this? uh them coming up or do you think they have, do they have, they have a chance, right? To beat this team. They do. We're talking about the caps, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they absolutely do. Uh, they, they match up well. Rangers are the best team in the league in the regular season, but regular season doesn't mean anything in the playoffs. So, you know, they got a shot.
1: Uh, Nats are only down three, two now. They just scored. Top of the four. I'm going ago. Caps in seven, by the way. That's caps my prediction. Yeah. I got Caps in six. I think they're going to win on their home ice. They're going to take it on their home ice. That would be very nice. Brad, what do you got? I mean, I'm going
2: to you... go with a little reverse psychology, and uh, I'm going to go with Rangers in six. I got gotcha. you. And, gotcha. and I can't <laughs> wait to be wrong.
1: I hope <laughs> you're wrong. Just like I hope you're wrong about your Cleveland pick, about the final, just so the Wiz kids can get there.
2: Fair enough. I would be okay with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be honest, I think if the Wizards don't win the second round, Cleveland will probably get there because I really don't think Atlanta or even uh, Brooklyn can even challenge LeBron in them. So I really no. think I really think if the Wizards don't reach the comments the conference finals, it's going to be Cleveland all day.
2: Honestly, I think of the teams remaining, uh, I'd say the Wizards or Chicago, who uh, most likely is going to play against. Uh, against Cleveland next offered the, the, you know, the, the biggest chance to take them down.
1: We got a uh, Diermos on here saying he's been to the national games six times they've lost every time. So I just told him stop, stop going, going, going to games <laughs> <laughs> should tell you something. Diermo, you are on air. Diermo Ralda is banned from national park nationals. <laughs> if you're here, I'm going to send you a picture website. You do not let this guy in the stadium whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) He's also picking the Capitals and sit. So, I mean, now we have to wait and see for when, who the Wizards play. So this time next week will probably be disgusting. Hopefully the Capitals will be up either 2-1. How many games will be played by next Thursday? three four, four I believe yeah. well, hopefully maybe we'll be talking about a sweep that'd be awesome that would be very nice hopefully we're talking about the Wizards with some wins we'll talk about the draft hopefully it'll be a good draft for if the rest they Redskins. sweep I'm
3: crashing the show at least to yell a few
1: obscenities towards the Rangers
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hell yeah better than what those Islander fans did Dark our fans that was so horrible yelling homophobic remarks racist remarks keen cars Rip, they even ripped off the license plate who the hell does that who ties a rope to a license plate and rips it off mm-hmm. like really are you that childish? Something you do in high school as a prank? Oh my god! Rip the goddamn license plate. I'd have been like, all right, cool. I'll just go to the NBA and get another one for free. Gets my ass. Yeah. And the thing is, they told security there what happened. Security was like, just call the cops. And as they were driving away, security started laughing about it. Well, that's because they just fired security about an hour before that. and all this
3: stuff <laughs> happened. <laughs> so
1: you got two weeks, guys. Like, okay, we're done. That's why people hate New York and all their stuff.
0: <clears throat>
1: even New, even New York, they hate themselves and hate their teams. They never win it. <laughs> I'm waiting for Guillermo to go on, say, 27 championships. Yeah, you won 27 championships in New York as the Yankees. Good for you. Stop living in the damn past.
0: <laughs> it's easy to win when you pay players to come to New York to I'll play. I'll tell you what, though. If the Redskins or the Nationals had that kind of history, I would be saying the same thing he would be. Yeah. Well, the rest, I mean, they have three Super Bowls, but I mean, it's just so long
1: ago, the Russian fans don't even bring it up anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, Brad, three. Yeah, I have zero. I I have a one-yard line to prove that I have zero. <laughs> Kevin Dyson needs to get longer. If he had Megatron arms, he would have scored. <laughs> <laughs> Players weren't that big back then. They put something in the water between that, between years ago and now. It's <laughs> called HGH. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Well. Speaking of H God man, all these players I just see getting busted for marijuana and stuff, it's just ridiculous. Like you have the whole world in front of you, all the town, and you just wanna do either steroids or cocaine or like why like do you have i guess i think it's the money the money gives you the power to be able to buy stuff like that and that's what it is so hopefully you know i love how the nfl does these little camps for rookies to tell them how to money management how to behave of course the one wrestling player they always bring up and decide to walk out was <laughs> taylor walked out on the whole thing do you read you ever read about that no, they did his little fo- uh, football life and they did Sean Taylor. And they said that after the first day, he said, I don't, he said, what does it have to do with playing football? And just walked out, <laughs> <laughs> turned to be a pretty good career. You know, sad that it was cut short, but yep. God damn it. Why am I ending the show on a, on a sad note? Let's talk about something. Go Capitals, go Wizards,
3: <laughs> go Nationals.
0: Come on. What, so what do you think the, the, what's the, a realistic score for the first game against uh, the Rangers?
3: I'm gonna go three-one
0: caps. Wow. Okay. How would they? How long ago did they finish their? Did they finish their last? Wait, you said series? the first
1: game or the series? First, first game. I was about to say. I thought you said game game seven. I was like, wait. <laughs> three and one does not equal. C. So I can
3: That's why I was, was. That's why he, I thought he was asking
0: what would the series end yeah. up in. I you was were like, wait. The
3: score of the game, right, Paul?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I guess what I'm asking. Okay. So my next question is, if you take both teams, so you take Rangers and the Caps, like, are the Caps? Like, are any of them in the last series, did they, like, show, like, like above and beyond, like, what you expected? Well, the Caps do have a little more offense than the Rangers do, but
3: the Rangers, with their defense, with Lundqvist, can shut everybody down. I believe all four of their wins... They only they had two goals. So they don't score a lot of goals. The Rangers don't. And um, so if the Caps can get the first game, everybody's talking about this first game. And well, Brad and I are anyway. And uh, I, I'm hoping the rust, you know, is there. Caps come out fast, get get one early, get one in the power play, then salt it away. I think 3 okay. 1 is,
1: is, is what I'm looking at. So it'll probably be 7 to 2 Rangers. But I'm D- looking at 3 uh, 1 Caps. I got 2 1 Capitals with. Ovi scoring the game winning goal and then Joel Ward coming out and saying, Destroyer,
0: was it you? <laughs> with his big ass, did he? Did he? Is it a back flick shot that he? Sure, why not? That was you know what, that was freaking not? awesome
1: when I saw it. Why not? He does the most amazing goals. He's such a good pure scorer. It's just ridiculous yeah, the goals Ward's, he has.
3: Ward's goal was a backhand. That's,
0: that's, that's what, oh, was that him? Maybe it was. Okay, sorry. It was, it was Brad. What do you got in game one? What do you think?
2: I, I got three two caps. I think uh, that New York does just come out with a little bit of rust. I think the Caps are riding high, and I, I think we we you know we we're excited about this series, and we understand the task at Hand and I, I think we come out firing three two. I hope so, man.
0: What's like a, so the Rangers? Did they sweep the, the team that they were playing on their series? They beat yeah. the wonderful Penguins four to one. Oh, okay. So, so they had a lot of rest and okay, gotcha. They've been yeah. off about a week.
1: So hopefully the rust like like the Wizards. I hope they don't get a rust, but I don't think they will because I think Whitman will keep them going. And the thing now, what they did against Toronto is now Atlanta or Brooklyn. They don't know what wizard team they're going to see what starting lineup they're going to see which is great is what you need for playoffs that you don't know who you're going to see that's what we we're hoping with the Nationals and their pitching staff but Zimmerman a contract year I thought he'd be a lot better than what he's doing right now so is Desmond his name's airsman now you like that Brad? Erisman? Cute. Cute <laughs> I thought it was Esmond leave off the D's <laughs> came over that all by myself <laughs> alright guys well I think that's going to wrap us up today Paul cue the music Boom. there it is the
0: actually heck? that's the that's the old one here let me do the new one sounds like something from a porno <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of jazzy it's very loungy
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay as so he tries to cue the music up uh, like I said next week tune in again uh, we'll be recapping the NFL draft Recapping the Capitals, Wizards again. Hopefully have some better news about the Nationals. Maybe we'll get a winning streak going and win maybe seven in a row instead of losing seven. So we'll uh, talk about that some more. Uh, maybe we'll also recap the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight and see if Brad owes me some money. Right Just right. like he owed me an apology for the Masters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I was so close to being right. Yeah,
1: so close, but yet so far. So close doesn't count. Just ask... Uh, kevin dyson of the titans
0: <laughs> um i'm gonna let paul do his thing so paul take it away buddy oh yeah so uh catch the shape sports talk podcast at talk.com. uh you can send us comments tweets at shape sports talk on facebook forward slash shape sports talk and email that you can send us questions comments or topics You got something to say. I do. The Nationals are winning 5-3. You may continue now, sir. (laughs) Nice. 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 (laughs) Yeah, we'll get some. (laughs) Yeah. Love the sound (laughs) of that. Yeah. Um, And so what? Email. Email last. So did I already say that? Uh, uh, Stripesportstalk at gmail.com. So send in your uh, whatever you want to send in. I'm sure we will love to hear about it and give you a shout out on air or something like that. Uh, Did I cover everything? I think so. I think you did pretty good. So once again,
1: thank you everyone for listening. Tune in next week as we go back to Thursday because I will not have any movies to go to. (laughs) I don't have a birthday next week, so everything should be good to go at 7 p.m. Thank you for listening again. For myself, for Paul, for Brad, Jeremy, thank you again for coming tonight. Thank you, guys. Hopefully the Capitals will keep on winning. We'll get you in here for another... Hopefully, a series win. Sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys and tune in next week and enjoy your weekend. Go Caps, go Wizards, go Nationals, and unleash the fury. <laughs> yeah, I like it.